This episode is brought to you in part by Wholehearted Love, a new book by Caleb and Stephanie Rouse. Overcome the barriers that hold you back in your relationships with God and with others and delight in feeling safe, seen, and loved with Wholehearted Love. For more information, go to Tyndale.com. Welcome back to the Build a Better Us podcast. The president of Build a Better Us, B.J. Thompson, and licensed therapist, John J.P. Parker, are about to discuss spiritual, relational, and personal development from a refreshing perspective. Be sure to stay tuned to the end to find out how you can become a part of the BBU Nation. But for now, we hope you enjoyed this conversation with BJ and JP. Hello, everybody. I'm John Parker. And this is BJ Thompson. And this is the Build a Better Us podcast. Um, today, we are talking about keeping that same energy. My God. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? In the streets, it's hot right now. You know, if you see somebody clapping their hands with they either finger waving after that or they neck shaking side to side and they saying keep that same energy, yeah. you know it's going to be a problem for somebody. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 something's, yeah. Going, something's going viral shortly thereafter. Mm, um, you don't want to go viral. You know, with yeah, the, I mean, not not for not for keeping that same energy or lack thereof. But listen, we have recognized that there is a phenomenon happening right now where mm. usually um it's people are calling you out in reference to either really wanting to fight or just, you know, making it seem as if you're not as tough as you think you are, or the point that you're making digitally online uh isn't as good as you think it is by saying keep that same energy. Uh, Ooh, you know what's crazy? I have mm-hmm. an example. Of the situation. Okay. 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 I got a personal story for this. Okay. So when I was a, I might have been a junior or a senior in high school. Oh man, this is, you was back then getting caught up with that. Oh, energy. No, it's back. <laughs> no, it's back. I was keeping the same energy, right? Okay. Okay. And let's just say an individual got into an altercation mm-hmm. and was, um, lost the mm-hmm. battle. Okay. Day. Let's just okay. put it like that. Okay. okay. Wasn't a win. I was made aware of that mm-hmm. just through the grapevine. And I said, man, dag, homie, I hate to hear that for, mm. you know, this guy. This is a true story. Okay. Mind you. Oh, okay. Boy. Not discriminating <laughs> so, yourself, right? This is not going to no, be- this is like a true story, too. Okay. Okay. So, so here's what happened. So I guess uh, said person who lost the altercation, mm-hmm. lost the battle that day, mm-hmm. got wind of somehow my reaction to it mm. and then made it known he wanted to see me next. Oh, wait a minute. You, okay. All right. This is a true story. This is not a joke. <laughs> this could potentially this be two story. L's, two L's in one day, but all right. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. So here's what happens. So, you know, I was extremely shocked because I couldn't believe that this individual had taken this, my response mm-hmm. with such aggression. Because again, I don't I didn't mean nothing by it. I just was reacting to what had occurred. Mm-hmm. And I heard he had taken an L that mm-hmm. day at mm-hmm. school. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when I when I saw him, I said, "Yo, I heard you looking for me." <laughs> oh wow! Right? Very this to the a, point. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm about that life. So okay. y'all listen to that. You know, I listen. I don't come with no type of trouble, but I do mean business. Mm-hmm. And so I said, "Yo, I heard you looking for me." He said, "Yeah, I heard uh, you are. I'm not looking for you." Mm-hmm. So we get to the classroom mm-hmm. and. One of the instructors says, yo, 
I need to go to the bathroom. You guys can handle your business. Oh, okay. But he, but he knew, he knew what business was about to be handled. He wasn't talking about and, finishing homework class. And okay, absolutely, All right. absolutely. Okay, okay. So we, so he leaves out, and then the guy says, "Yo." Let me, you know, we we kind of like looking at each other, and you know, I'm a little shocked, but listen, but I can't believe, yeah, this individual is telling the whole school, yo, when I see B, I'm gonna put the whoops on him, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he then proceeds to say, all right, let's get after it. Takes mm-hmm. off his shirt, and I'm like, let's go. Mm-hmm. He's like, now nah, hold up. Takes off his necklace. Okay. I said, let's go. He said, now nah, hold up. <laughs> True story. Oh, man. Oh, no. True story. I, I think I know where this is I'm going. Okay. Everybody uh, knows where I'm at. Every, listen, everybody from my from my neighborhood knows where I'm at, bro. This, is, right. true. this is not even an exaggeration. Okay. Right? Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Takes off his backpack. <laughs> his coat. <laughs> I said, what's up? He said, hold up. I said, all right. I'll okay. wait. Okay. He takes out one or two other items, mm-hmm. and we go at it, bro. Listen, yeah. bro. I beat the boy so bad. <laughs> like, yo, it wasn't even funny. Oh, sorry. Right? Let me stop laughing. Right? Uh-huh. So here's what I realized. Though, right? Listen, and I wasn't even intended to be in an altercation. Right. I just merely gave commentary that day to something. And here's what I realized about it. Though he was very adamant about, you know, really getting involved and all these different things. Listen. He wasn't ready to keep that same energy. And I was. Yep. Listen, and I yep. am, just in case you're wondering, I <laughs> just, am ready to I am ready to keep that same energy. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. And this is what I realized about our culture. We love to bring up stuff online, social media, and the like. But listen, we're not really ready to keep that same energy and things that parallel in the same ways. Mm-hmm. JP, what are some ways you've seen in your life? Either someone not keeping that same energy or you not keeping that same energy when it came to an issue very similar to what you had going on. What do yeah. you think? Well, mine is is very, very similar to yours. Uh, mine was in college, though. And up until maybe second semester of college, mm. uh, I didn't have my growth spurt. So I was a year ahead in school. So I started school early. And I didn't get reminded until I was an adult that all the problems that I had growing up being shorter than everybody else, I'm not, you know, filling out my T-shirt like everybody else, not having the same shoe size, was because I was a year behind in age of everybody. And I'm like, man, that would have been that would have done Make wonders. Plan, Doc. Make it plain. Go ahead. That would have done wonders for my self-esteem in high school and beginning of freshman year of college. But I would just have been constantly reminded, like, hey, your time is coming. Your time is coming, but I digress. This is, this is not about me right now. This is, you know, this is not a private session. Oh um, my god! Go so uh, there was, and this is the point that I'm making. So there was a um, a situation in school. Uh, again, my this is college, where this dude is getting roasted. Like this dude is getting roasted. Do, I don't know if you remember the band Christian. Do you remember them? They had no, a couple, no, no. What's that? Man, they had a it's couple like, hits. Uh, Backstreet Boys. They was not these black dudes. Some R and B dudes. From like, ooh, was it? It had to be late nineties, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like ninety six. Like, it sounds like uh, emotion make you cry sometimes. Some, something like Emo- that. You know what okay, I'm saying? Gotcha. Yeah. Go ahead. So light skinned dudes, you know how we treat them when it comes to. Oh, they have curls in their hair. 
can't. It was like that, that Christopher Williams era, but it was late nineties. It was like definitely like mid to late nineties, right? Okay. Um, they I, I don't know if they even made it out of the nineties, but it was probably like 95, 96. We can, you know, I'll let you Google afterwards, Christian. So they were kind of popular. They had a single out. There was this guy who was known for capping. He was he was he was roast dudes. Um <laughs> Uh, and I kind of want to say his name. Shout out to Jason Manley. I, if, if he's listening right now, um, you know, the, the impact he had on my life, bro. Like, we weren't friends at all, but he ran tracks. So he, was, he was, you know, popular, but he, but he had jokes. Go ahead, go ahead. He, he had the funnies, bro. So people knew not to test that dude. But this day, okay. my, man, my man wanted that smoke, right? So he said something Ooh. to Jason Manley. Uh, and Jason Manley was like, hey, bro. I know this Christian looking dude ain't talking crazy to me. And it was funny because at that time, Christian was kind of popular. The dude kind of looked like one of the guys from Christian, but he went in oh further. He was God. like, with this chocolate chip leather jacket on, right? And I was like, oh, <laughs> shoot. Like, this dude is on his head, bro. He does look like Christian. He does have a chocolate chip leather jacket. Like, who wears oh a chocolate chip God. leather jacket? Like, I, you chocolate know, chip leather jacket. Go was ahead. Like, I was like, oh, this is funny, bro. So I'm, I'm just laughing just like everybody else. So what dude does to deflect, right, is... He pretty much looks at me and he says, and I can't really say what he said, but he says, I know the guy that had such and such relationship with such and such girl ain't laughing at me. Right. (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) 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 you know, you see the memes when you kind of like the person kind of like puts their hand over their heart or puts their hand over their mouth and be like, who me? Like, like, I was like, I was Bruh, I was so... I was enjoying the comics. I was enjoying... <laughs> I was just enjoying what you were saying. Go ahead, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm just laughing wow. like everybody else, right? And so then everybody's like, oh, shoot. You know, because he did a great job of deflecting, right? And I guess he thought that was going to be it. So again, I wasn't as big as everybody else. I'm still not big as everybody else. I was a little guy. I was, I was low-hanging fruit. I was easy to pick on to deflect the situation from him. But... I had one of those responses that was like, keep that same energy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, it was a low blow. I can't really say what it is now because, you know, when you make podcasts and people like to bring stuff up when you're running for Thank president, you. you know what I'm saying? But Thank my you. response to him was one of those situations where everybody just got quiet and it was like, oh, shoot, game over. Like, mm. it was one of those like, oh, he went there. And mm. it was it was one of those things where everybody kind of questioned this, you know, his his the swag. Mama, jokes. Go you ahead. Know what I'm Go saying, ahead. Right. You know, everybody kind of questioned his swag and was kind of trying to figure out where he was. And so I just, you know, put it out there. And it was one of those statements. My statement was pretty much keep that same energy statement. You know what I'm saying? And after I said what I said, uh, he didn't have nothing else to say. And needless to say, we had beef for the next, you know, until we squashed. Oh, yes. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like literally, this like. You know what I'm saying? It was like years. Like he, like that was freshman year. I probably didn't talk to that dude till I saw him working at Office Depot like three years after graduation. <sighs> so it was just like a seven year phone. But he wasn't gonna say nothing. I mean, he might have tried to swing on me, but he wasn't gonna say nothing because if he was gonna <sighs> go with those words, he Keep was gonna take the hell. You know what I'm saying? Keep the same energy. Keep the same energy. Keep yeah. Talk energy. to us about how you see the culture today not keeping that same energy. What What, what are some things that you're seeing? With the the absence of energy that that we're supposed to be keeping, yeah, yeah. man. You know, since I'm bad cop, right? So the culture that and I'm we the have, good cop. hey guys, I'm, a, and I'm the good cop. Go he ahead. Yes, he is. Um, where we are now, we're at a place where 
you can say and do things like we've said over and over again digitally that you don't have to face the consequences in person because you can, you know, I can talk smack to anybody anywhere at any point in time because I have a keyboard either on my phone or my computer and never have to face those consequences in real life, right? Mm. Um, And so we have a situation in which you have people, I think we've kind of meshed or melted into a culture where we talked, we had a podcast, we talked about outrage culture and different things where you can just pipe up, pipe up, pipe up and, and just be all bent out of shape about things that happen. But where we are is that we're not putting our energies and focusing our energies into the right places, right? So when I'm mm. talking about keep that same energy, what I'm seeing is that you'll have a situation where you have a community that's outraged because of some injustice that takes place, right? Mm. But then you'll have some... I see where you're going with this I mean, topic. You know, hey, 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 I'm just saying, right? Go, go ahead. So, but then you also have a rapper or some entertainer that says, hey, oh boy, snitching in jail. I hope he gets murdered, <laughs> right? I hope, I hope somebody beats him to death or I hope, I hope somebody comes after his family. And I'm like, wait a minute. You was just like, we shall overcome you know what I'm saying? Kumbaya, marching the streets for this injustice that's happening. But on the mm. other side, because you have some weird mantra of don't snitch and stop snitching, you're celebrating somebody saying, hey, I hope that guy gets killed for, for telling. You know what I'm saying? And, and trying to make the best of his situation. You understand what I'm saying? How, how, how silly yeah. that sounds? Yeah. And, and, and then we go and we, we celebrate these guys that are like, yeah, that's right. No snitching, no snitching, no snitching. But there's somebody that you were just activist number one about that just got murdered. You know what I mean? You were up in arms. So it's, it's, it's this contradictory nature that we have when it comes to keeping that same energy. And sometimes it's very problematic because it creates an atmosphere in which there's hypocrisy. There's, mm. you know, there, there's, there's unintended consequences because people are, you know, seeing your moves and be like, oh, shoot, like, well, I don't know if I should really mess with this dude because he's, you know, he's woke here and then he's not woke over here. I'll give you another example. Mm. I don't want to. No, 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 do it. Keep going. Hey, listen, okay. man, you got it. Get, you got the momentum. Don't stop. All don't right. stop. This is your show. Go ahead, bro. So there's a certain entertainer that once I tell the story, people may be comfortable with or may, I should say may be familiar with. He'll be very active in trying to get businesses shut down that show prejudice towards people. Um, he'll be on the front lines for the rally. He'll be in the front lines for protesting. But then he also says, but I still like to go to the strip club, but I still like to throw Ooh, my money to strippers. I know the entertaining talk. You know what the, I'm the saying? entertainer living in Atlanta. I, hey, man, I just, I, I don't want to smoke. You know what I'm saying? I don't have that same energy right now. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm hiding behind his microphone, sir, and that's why I'm being anonymous, because I don't want no problems. I'm just a radio guy. That's what he said. That's what he said. I'm just a radio guy. Oh, I'm just a radio guy. You want to fight the radio guy? You want to fight the radio guy. guy. You know what I'm saying? I don't want no problems. Um, and so it's one of those situations where it's like, man, like, how can... It's like, imagine if Muhammad Ali... When he was like, yo, I'm not going to fight this war. I'm not going to kill other brown people in Vietnam for causes that are not my own. But then you hear about him, you know what I'm saying? Like running up in like, I don't know, like uh, a Chinese food store and, and yelling out racial slurs to the person that's working behind the mm. counter. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you would lose respect for that person, right? You know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't view them in the same light. And I feel like where we are with this whole keep the same energy is that it, it exposes who we are, it exposes hypocrisy, it sets us up for failure, but more importantly, it's kind of like, it's not real. It's a fake activism. It's a fake, wow. it's a fake gangster. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, you got me. I'm done. I'm off that soapbox, bro. Okay. No, listen, I, I, here's what I hear you saying to us. 
we are prone to fall for outrage culture. I mean, we talked, we had an episode, a whole episode on outrage culture mm-hmm. without a strong consideration of how that same thing that outrages us is consistent in things that we're comfortable with. Come right? on. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on. In, in the psychological terms, or just the, you know, really the just objective terms, it's called cognitive dissonance. Yep, exactly. It's like, you have the belief about something, but your behavior does not match that same thing in the situations that, that would marry the same thing. Yeah. And I think the the struggle that what you're communicating in outrage culture or any of those things that cause the keep the same energy culture is I don't think we even realize it's the same thing. It is right? the same thing, bro. Yeah. And so because of that, it causes us to live in a sense of disjointedness where people are scratching their head and it's saying, man, you are a little too bandwagon, right? Mm -hmm. That's the same thing. Like you can't say you are pro the rights of equality of not objectifying women and then go to the Shake Shack. Come on, man. Come on, man. That's not the same thing. And I think what's hard about it is we have so embraced as a culture Two things that don't match. You you remember the uh, the line in the um, classic urban movie Friday? Mm-hmm. Y'all got ham. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yep. No burger. No, ham, burger. no burger. Peanut butter. No jelly. Peanut butter. No jelly. What? Yeah. Uh, oh, French so no many. fries. Yeah, yeah, French yeah, no yeah, fries. Yeah. Right. Something like that. Uh huh. It's just recognizing that idea that y'all we can fall victim to this. This is not hard to do. Yeah. Yes, yes. It's easy to fall victim to keep that the lack of keeping the same energy. Yeah. yeah because yeah. we don't see that these things are not compatible, right? So I'll give you another example. Wait, make sure the people about, understand Shake Shack. When you said Shake Shack, you weren't referencing the restaurant. You were talking about women's equal rights <laughs> and Shake Shack being a place where you throw money at women while they're shaking inside yeah, the shack. Yes. Okay. Yes. Got it. So I'll give you another example. Equality culture, right? Tolerance mm-hmm. culture. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are growing as a society that wants to see tolerance, right? Mm-hmm. Because there are people and there are voices that have not been heard and have not been valued and have not been respected in the larger populace, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem with it, though. That same group of people, when they get a different vantage point on life from someone who may not necessarily agree then equates the disagreement <laughs> that that person has as hate. Mm-hmm. And I say, wait, isn't that the thing that you're against? Right. Aren't you against being able, someone to easily have a position of power and then to turn around and to oppress others because they differ in vantage point? Would that not be a new form of intolerance? Right. So here's what I would say to those of you who have those views. Keep that same energy. If your energy says we need to tolerate or to hear out people with different perspectives on life, morality, politics, sexuality, race and religion, whatever those things, or economics, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That means that when your particular thing, the thing that you're passionate about comes up and someone disagrees with you, you need to keep that same energy and say, that disagreement doesn't mean hate. Because if that disagreement means hate, here's what it means. It means my disagreement means hate. Right, yeah. Right? 
Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that though we are attempting to move towards a more equitable, inclusive society, one of the dangers that I'm concerned about is we can't keep the same energy because we don't see where we're having either cognitive dissonance or moral hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. What do you see in the area? What, what are some dangers of us not keeping the same energy in these new growing expressions of what we feel and what we think? What do you think are some dangers? Bro, it's so you know the old saying, if you don't stand for anything, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Yeah. Right? What I'm seeing is a lot of people looking real stupid Ooh. when they when they go so hard, right, for this yeah. thing with very little information, very little access to like what's really going on, but they they you know, they they, they got all this energy and then when things come to the light, they just looking dumb, right? So let's mm. give an example. There's a guy that's been popular in the media recently who may or may not have faked his own. May or may not. Go ahead. Right. May or may not. Allegedly. Allegedly. Right? Allegedly uh, faked his own, uh, what do you want to say? Hate crime, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when it first happens, anybody that didn't stand up and say, we got to seek justice, they were haters, right? Mm. They were uh, homophobic. They were... XYZ. And so what happens with this culture of keeping that same energy or not keeping that same energy, people create these unrealistic expectations of you, everybody jumping on the hype train, right? Good. But if you if you fall victim to that, you may find yourself looking real silly when the facts come out, right? Or when the mm. smoke settles or when the dust clears, right? Um, and so I think that we have to understand that we have moved away from a place where Facts are, are are facts, and we have fake news, and we have all this outrage culture, all these things that we're talking about, and it creates for us as people, people that are quick to jump to conclusions, quick to jump on bad wagons, quick to make decisions without having thought through the thing thoroughly, right? Hmm. It's almost like when I was in school, in order to write a paper, I had to go to the library and get hmm. several sources, right? First person, not first person, but first author or first, you know, first, first, like this is somebody that was there, wrote a book about something, right? Somebody that first had experienced something is telling you about what's going on. Now you go to Wikipedia and you got the internet writing its own story, right? So hmm. I'm like, you, you can literally use Wikipedia and research articles now. Like I'm, I'm so confused. When I was in school, if I would have tried to use the internet as a as a as a first source, as a primary source, bro, I tried, got roasted. Uh, listen, bro, listen. I've tried. Go ahead. I've tried. <laughs> I would have gotten roasted. It doesn't yeah. work. But nowadays, you can use Wikipedia. You can use whatever, whatever, whatever. They got ways in which APA style and MLA. You can cite websites, and some websites are fine. But it's just like, bro, like we have become that generation where it's like Wikipedia will do, and it must mm. be fact. And it's just like this is what happens when you have that same energy problem. You will just jump, 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 jump to these conclusions and jump, 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 jump on these bandwagons and your real life will become that way. Wow. You'll, you'll, you'll label people as this. You'll label situations as that. You're going to situations thinking this. You're going to situations thinking that. And you don't give yourself time to properly assess what's happening and you do yourself a disservice. Yeah, I, th- I think about a uh, Bible version. It says, judge not or you'll be judged by the standard by which you same, judge. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Same measure, same measure. We don't, yeah. we don't take that same measure. And, and I think what's happening in that moment where we are adamant about calling out hypocrisy mm-hmm. because we can't take that same objective measure because of hurt, mm-hmm. we end up 
judging people by a standard that we ourselves can't attain, mm-hmm. right? So here's an example. Again, outrage culture over said thing, said hypocrisy, objectification of women, <laughs> relationships, whatever. Mm-hmm. Listen, when you see that, you also have to say that other versions that mirror that same thing are just as unacceptable. Mm-hmm. I think we think because of the flavor of the month, if be- because the popular sentiment doesn't say it's wrong, then therefore it's not wrong. Mm-hmm. But that is the very hypocrisy you're calling out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So if you have a problem with the absence of diversity in the way people express themselves with thoughts around morality and sexuality, listen, you can't become a new bigot by then saying the only way to see this is through this lens. You know, I, I have a real kind of problem with people who, who say they're about equality, and yet when another worldview is introduced, they think it's hate. I have a real problem with that. I have a very serious problem with that. I go, I thought you were about equality. Mm-hmm. I thought you were about respecting the voices of people. Mm-hmm. And so I think the danger for, for me is that you become an intolerant society or a flavor of the month society, right? Now it's about flavor of the month. And, and, and don't hear me saying that I disagree with the ability to say, ouch, that hurts, or here is my perspective. I'm just saying keep that same energy when another person offers their perspective to the equation, that if you're going to advocate for a voice to be heard or varying perspectives to be heard, that means that the voice that maybe you do not agree with has to have a sense of validity and being heard at the same time. And so, yeah, so one of the dangers, again, that that I see is though we desire to be equitable in some ways, we become a remaking of the thing that we despise the most. And listen, only oppress people in new ways, right? JP, what are some ways we can begin to leave? I'll call it the era of hypocrisy, right? Where we say we really believe this and we're anti this and we want to see these particular things. What are some ways we can create some consistency in our worldview so that we ourselves don't become hypocrites? Go ahead. It's a shift in the culture, and I think it's it's a popular movement now. I don't know how you want to say it, but when you recognize what you are for, you don't have to go around saying what you aren't for. Ooh, right? say that again. Go ahead. Yeah. Say that again. When, it's when this is why you get paid the big bucks. This is why <laughs> JP gets paid the big bucks. Go ahead, brother. Uh, when you recognize what you are for, and you know, and you're committed, and you're dedicated for that, or to that, you don't have to make it a big deal about what you're not for, what you're not about. And why that's powerful and why that's important is that it gives you the freedom to not have to 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 keep the same energy, to not have to take on all of these these mm. fights and not have to get caught up in the hypocrisy of things. Cause it's like it's a freedom of being consistent that comes with stating what you're for and being about what you're for. Cause you don't have Good. to go on these goose chases, right? And so I think that. When you have a situation where, again, when you've been pointing out, you know, just misogynistic, like you, you can't, you, if, you, if you are, well, I, I hate this and I hate that and I don't like this, I don't like that, then you start having like little moments where you, well, let me see what this is about or let me see what that's about or let me see what that's about. And then the Hippocratic nature of what you're doing comes to the light and it sets you up for failure. Mm-hmm. What I mean specifically is like, hey, if I know, speaking what I just said, if I know for a fact that I'm not here for 
misogyny, then there's certain genres of music and television and certain things that I just don't even partake in. Keep you know that what same I mean? energy. Go ahead. Keep that same energy, right? And it's not like, well, let me just see how bad it is. Like, no, like I'm just not going to do it. You know, mm. if I if I say that I have a daughter that I'm raising and I want her to re- be respected and and to have a certain worldview, but I'm steady exposing her to things that 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 make women seem less than or put her in situations where her best and her highest uh, should be barefoot and pregnant like that. I'm not empowering her. You know what I'm saying? So I, I can't say that I love my daughter and I want her to be empowered, but I expose her to things that, that, that make her feel less than or give her false narratives of what, what she can be, you know what I'm saying in life. Um, And so when you know what you're for, it keeps you from having to go down that route. Yeah. And I, I think what you're saying, even, even as I hear you speak about it, and there's nothing wrong with toning down your disagreement. I think because, you know, you never you haven't been traditionally heard, it's easy to want to ratchet up. And I think mm-hmm. the emotional intelligence piece of it is sometimes you can tone down your disagreement. You don't have to be strongly dis- in, in strong disagreement with everything. You ever heard the phrase, when everything is issue, nothing is an issue? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think that the freedom of expression has killed the prioritization of what's really a an issue, right? Yeah. And so now when everything's an issue, nothing's an issue, right? Mm-hmm. When everything's mm-hmm. a problem, nothing's really a problem because you no one can discern what's the real thing. And so I think it, it, even as you hear some of these conversations happening and they're happening in real time, I think that in a lot of ways, there's there's a need for us to go, yo, I want to communicate in a way that gives us the space to be able to say, though I disagree, I am my tone, give room for disagreement, right? And here's what I mean, having a tone that gives room for disagreement. It just simply means that I can make my point in such a way that lends itself to a a understanding for others who may not be in the same space. So if I'm about you know, reparation and black liberation, listen, I still give space for those who may not disagree. Listen, I am not villainizing individuals who do not hold that same conviction, right? And because I'm making space for that, then people who do disagree, here's what happens, and you're going to love this, JP. They don't have to approach me in a, in a very uh, abrasive way they can approach me as someone who is on the journey of learning said thing and making up my mind about said particular issue in a way that is not combative, but that's conversational, right? And so here's what I would say, especially for my friends that can be very animated about their disagreements with stuff. What it tells me is this, is that you don't have enough equity in the relationship with individuals of the people that that you disagree with. Mm Mm-hmm. When you have equity in relationships with the people you disagree with, now I'm not saying you can't disagree. Mm-hmm. It's just that how you disagree leaves room, especially if it's not life or death. Some things are not life or death mm-hmm. issues. Because I, again, I think we think everything's life or death. It leaves room for that person to have their own opinion and to grow in their dialogue about things. So what would you say are some practical ways that we can keep that same energy and can communicate those things in a way that that doesn't necessarily put people off or put them on the defense? What, what would you say, JP? Yeah, we, we have to assess 
when and where and how keeping that same energy is a good thing or what's the old school saying when keeping it real goes wrong, right? Keeping it real uh, goes wrong. <laughs> it's at that moment he knew he messed up. That's right. And so what I mean by that is we're, we're not demonizing the idea of keeping that same energy, but we are highlighting the fact that there is a problematic nature that comes with keeping that same energy. Um, it mm. could get you beat up, as we've uh, discussed. Um, it could get in you real time, put in on. the classroom <laughs> when the teacher walks out. <laughs> Shout out to, yeah, you know who's listening. Right. You know what time it right. is. Go ahead. Right, right. Uh, it could, it could get you publicly ostracized. It could get you, you know what I'm saying? Like losing, like yo, people are losing jobs. Like we, I think we may have, like we didn't really get into it, but we kind of, you know, made some examples here and there. But like people are losing their jobs mm. when they keep the same energy wrongly. Like hey, you know the people that like want to harass people in buildings and say, hey, do you live in this building? Hey, do you belong here? Ooh. Like they, they may be the type of person in real life where they, you know, want to be Debbie do right. But when you get in the wrong situation, you might, you might need to just mind your business. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You might need to just, you, you, do you follow my drift here? I do. And, I so, do. and so when people keep that same energy in certain situations, they don't have the wherewithal to understand like, oh, this isn't one of those times where I need to be piped up. You know, I need to go ahead and chill out and really get some information before I just come to, you know, jump to conclusions. Good. Um, and so if, if we don't want to be the type of person or if we don't be, want to become the generation where we put people off, where we embarrass people, we embarrass ourselves, where we seem to be someone who is not likable or friendly um, who or who is a gossip or whatever, um, we need to assess uh, where we are when it comes to having the same energy and making sure that when we do have the same energy, it's done in a healthy, productive fruitful manner. And if we know that we have the tendency to be toxic, for the lack of a better word, I want that word to die in 2019. But nah, it, fits, it is so, not going to die. You know, it's not right, going to die. Right. Go ahead. But when our keeping the same energy is toxic um, and it causes hurt and it causes pain and it causes to be, you know, Twitter gangsters and hide behind keyboards, it's not a good thing. And the biggest thing here is like we have to love people enough to know if we notice somebody is keeping that same energy wrongly, to have those conversations with them. And if we are uh, introspective enough, we need to make sure um, that we assess our own level of, of yeah, just, just energy. No, that's good. So what I'm hearing you say is you have to love people more than you love to win the argument. Come on, man. What do you I, know? You, come on. Come on. The married man. Bro, you know I do this. Works, right? I do you, this. Do you want to be My happy? G, do you want to be right? You know what I'm saying? Do you want to be I happy? Do this. Do I do right? this. No, listen, bro. I do this. <laughs> yeah. I'm not on the podcast for no reason. I understand. <laughs> I understand. You thought I was on this for no reason? You thought I'm just here? I'm just here on the podcast. <laughs> who, who left me a bad boot? Uh, <laughs> who put a bad boot? Right? <laughs> so I'm just saying you have to love people more than argument. Also, I think this. We have to grow in a greater sense of emotional intelligence. Again, we don't think because the social society says that it is a necessity that we need to, to make priority the fact that we grow in emotional intelligence. And what I'm saying is we have to grow in our emotional intelligence. Y'all, we are living in a society that is giving us more access. But here's the thing. With more freedom, right, to whom much is given, much is required. I think we're attempting to sidestep this idea by saying, I can have freedom without responsibility. Listen, freedom without responsibility is nothing but lawlessness. You do not want lawlessness. 
That is not something you want in your life. And so as we come to a society where people are, many people who have been oppressed, who haven't been heard, who've been overlooked, and just the whole nine, it's really coming to, to the forefront. There has to be a measure of patience that occurs with individuals. Otherwise, we will become a lawless society. And, and though we may say, oh, that's not a big deal. Listen, JP, you don't want to see a lawless society. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to see a lawless society. Yeah. I would much true. rather people communicate their grievances through conversation than through might. And, and I think that is the warning for us is to say, hey, you don't want to be in a situation where there's force. You would rather, you rather operate on a sense of faith and to, to seek to empathize with one another. And so, yeah, if, if you are wrestling with this and you're hearing, you say, man, this is a lot. And I don't know if I've ever practiced that. Maybe I've never even seen the things that it would take in order to do that. JP, what, what would you say? Well, there's a place you can go uh, on the interwebs, um, the internets, buildabetterus.com. And once you're on that website, um, there's the availability to find a life coach. And when seeking said life coach, this person can help you understand whether or not your energy is off, whether it's misplaced, whether it's ill-timed, and how you can kind of put your energy into the right direction. Mm, that's good. Yeah, make sure you visit buildabetterus.com. Go to get involved and to click on a life coach. We have a great, you know, resources and a range of life coaches. Also, make sure you share your favorite episode online um, on social media. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes. And yeah, just make sure you reach out to us. Check on us. We are life coaches and fathers and husbands, but we also need to be checked on too. Make sure you send us a funny comment online, how much you like or hate the podcast. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. Our job is to help you become a better you so that we can become a better us. Thank you for tuning in to the Build a Better Us podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever podcasts are played. You too can become a part of the BBU Nation today by continuing these discussions on social media. Be sure to go like our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter at Build a Better Us, and on Instagram at BBU Social. To keep up with other exciting events and resources, visit our website at buildabetterus.com. On behalf of the entire BBU team, we'll see you next time on the Build a Better Us podcast.